0: Mind. It's showtime! Showtime! Welcome to
1: the party, pal! Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultan's of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor.
0: Cigar Noise Weekly. Cigar Noise Weekly. Cigar Noise
1: Weekly. Cigar Noise 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 Weekly. Welcome to the Sultan's of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew.
2: Mo. Yo. Moo cow rich. Bringing the bull.
1: We got big time back this week, Danny. Vasquez. What up? How's it going?
0: Great. You know we're rocking it. I guess nobody wanted to answer you.
3: Yeah, going good. Well, our uh, Drew, your your the episode name from last week didn't quite work out as well as uh, the week before. So, I'm thinking it's because people thought it said all about barbacoa.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's probably so what it Danny, is.
3: You probably didn't listen to last week's episode, quite frankly, I don't blame you. But for whatever reason, our listens on the episode called It's All About Barbacoa was literally about 10 times what our normal listens are. <laughs> So, so we figured it had to have been somebody. In in for all those listening, Danny was busy. He had you uh, were on "Kiss My Ash" this past week. You could tell us about that. But um, so we were like, all right, let's go ahead and name the next episode some like barbecue related shit and see if the same thing happens. And it did not. Uh, so the, that could only mean one thing: that. They thought it was all about Barracuda.
0: That's dope. Yeah. I or I, I people like barbecue.
1: <laughs> that is true. People like barbecue.
2: <laughs> you know that song, Barracuda? Oh, yeah. Are you going to do a version of it with your company name instead? I know. <laughs> That's gotta be a hard. No. Fucking no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he, he would lose his Puerto Rican card if you did something like that, dude.
0: Well, it, it depends, unless it came out like a reggaeton version. Or something.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be dope. Puerto Ricans will dance to anything.
3: I'll take your word well, for speaking it. Speaking of dancing, speaking of dancing, we actually had a, a so, had question this week. From Cigar Analogies and he was asking when was the last time we danced? Um I'm I'm gonna say never. Uh
1: never. Literally never? I don't believe
3: I I mean, foolishly maybe, but not like deliberately. I I can't dance. I I wouldn't call what I do dancing. I mean, do I move my body? Sure, but I move my body when I walk. (laughs) Okay, so, you know, I mean... You're just
1: dancing all the time, then.
3: Yeah, exactly. But (laughs) to actually dance, no. I I could never say that I've actually danced. Wow, wow.
0: So, who else?
2: (laughs) Um, I probably dance silly with my kids a lot of days. Because you do stupid shit for your kids. It's what you do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, 100%. Drew? I uh, danced at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been married? Um, Slightly over two and a half years. Oh, okay. Technically, I guess I didn't dance at my wedding, but we danced at our reception months later. Same. So reception uh, dancing,
0: very nice. My wife and I dance together all the time, all the time. Like she, uh, her cleaning the house will turn into a salsa, merengue, bachata, uh, reggaeton, some type of dancing shit. But, I, but it's just something that's been. when I mean, how it was at my house as a little kid. My mom was always salsa dancing while she was cleaning the house. And, so I don't know. We dance all the time. We used to go clubbing together and you know, house parties. I you know I grew up in the age of house parties and stuff too, right? So I mean it was just part of it. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: If I could dance I think I would do it a lot more just like singing.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's key too, is being able to actually dance. If I mean if you, you can, can drink, you can dance. People <laughs> I mean, before COVID, obviously, but people still have house parties, don't they?
0: I don't think it's like it used to be. I mean, I don't know. I guess I, maybe I, I haven't, just been, haven't been wide mode in a long time. But it, it used to be like, and, and I'm talking about like these, you know, like Lanton house parties, right? Where it was, because uh, I've been to like some house parties where it's really just people getting shit-faced, right. standing around, sitting maybe in the pool, whatever. hmm but I mean, these used to be these Latin house parties. It was like, man, get the fuck out of here! We got we need more dance room. Like, we need more uh, dance floor. You know, and uh, everybody was dancing, hot right. and sweaty.
3: And uh, do you think part of it's because you've gotten older?
0: I mean, is the uh, younger
3: generation still doing house parties or no?
0: No, I mean, like, look, I got two older, you know, two adult kids—a twenty-year-old and eighteen-year-old—and mm-hmm. you know it's kind of, that's kind of how i know right it's like no nah, nobody's really house partying <laughs> you know so what do they right, do uh, well i mean like dance like that like oh we just had a get together. you know look i'm i'm going to be really like high school kids like getting together fucking still drinking and doing drugs okay like, you know 18 18 to 20 they're drinking like so that's like really all they know a party is about right? they're
1: having house parties they're just not dancing at them
0: <laughs> that's what i yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like gotcha. real yeah. like Latin house parties, yeah.
2: No man, they're they're separately dancing in TikTok videos and sending them to each other at the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, there's, there's I that believe
0: two. that. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But uh, anyway, we dance all the time. Nice. You got a cricket. Fucking cricket yeah, I I talk outside. That follow For... you from Texas. <laughs> you Got a thing with crickets, man. He brought it. <laughs> you, got some, you Got some kind of noise in the suburbs. <laughs> Pet cricket. Pet cricket. I can go inside though.
2: No, it's all anyway. good. What else we got? nice right. so, good man. Good. I got. I got a question that I'm curious on you guys' thoughts on because I don't have an answer at all, but I'm curious. Um, so. Actually, a cigar topic I know it's it's weird um what what does it mean uh, right now for a boutique brand to really make it in cigars right? What's considered a success in terms of a brand in the cigar industry and I don't think there's one right answer, but I'm curious what you guys think.
3: I really don't know. I'll go first oh. <laughs> no I really don't I mean. I really don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Um, I'll let you know if I ever get there, but I don't really think it just depends. man. I think the longer you could stick around, the longer, the better chance you have for catching on. If that makes sense. Um, I think that with the environment, the way it is today, especially since COVID, um, where operating as a smaller brand has become even more difficult than it already was. Um, Basically just trying to maintain, I think. And if you could get through this, you know, and continue to, I mean, you're, let me put it this way. You're always, if you think you've made it, you're fucked. Let me put it to you like that. If you think, oh, I've opened up 100 accounts, I've made it. I've opened up 200 accounts, I've made it. I've I opened up 300 accounts, I've made it. If you ever become complacent, you're fucked. If you ever believe you made it, you're fucked. So, in my opinion, you never make it. And if you start to think that, then you know your chances of of continuing to grow are slim to none, in my opinion. So you're
2: saying, like, at the end of your career, if you look back and you have retired on what you have and
3: you can look back on it, that's when you can decide if you've made it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, dude, in anything, uh, Drew, a a dude that thinks he's jacked at the gym, how much more jacked is he going to get? Probably not much because the dude thinks he's jacked.
1: Does he wear uh, beast mode shirts?
3: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you know you've made it in the gym when you wear a beast mode
1: shirt. He's probably going to get smaller.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, man, I I think that if you start to believe, oh, I've made it, you're, you're probably... Now, that's not the same as to say somebody reaches a level that they are comfortable operating at where they could maintain the consistency and quality and, and uh, inventory to satisfy their customers and and be profitable and and make a living for themselves. And they decide that this is where I could do all of that and still not put myself in a position to fail either. Right. Because unlike banks, when they're too big to fail certain operations on a cigar side, depending on how many people you have working for you, whatever you can fail. If you get too big because you're now out kicking your coverage, right? If you grow too fast, you can't keep up with certain things. So I think it's the cigar business in general is just a slow growth model. And yeah, I mean, that's just my opinion.
1: I would think, I would think mostly would have to do with whatever the boutique company's business goal would be. Right. Do they want to, that's true. Do they, maybe they made it when they can just afford to themselves live, maybe their wife or whatever still works, husband, or maybe they've made it when they can support their whole family and nobody else has to work. Or maybe they've made it when they have 10 employees or 50 employees or.
3: Sure. Yeah. I mean, that everybody would have different metrics, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My thought is, you know, success is defined differently by for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, you know, let's say for Roma, I know the goal for them was a million cigars a year. and That's kind of where they're at. And it's just maintaining that is what is causing their success. And then there's other guys that have no interest in getting to a million, you know, they want to stay around the half million cigar mark and that's it. All right. So, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like what you said. It's just really, it could be, you know, the stick amount, it could be a dollar amount, um, mm-hmm. but you know, for the most part, they, uh, yeah, every, everyone's different. Right.
1: That being said, if if as far as the cigar industry goes that they've made it, I think it's more of a, I don't know if there's a metric, but a company that can s- keep producing quality cigars and keep coming back year after year and either maintaining size or possibly growing a little but not shrinking. Mm-hmm. I would think at that point I would say they've made it. Mm-hmm. Even if they aren't maybe at their goal or you know supporting family or having 50 employees or whatever you want to call it sure I think if they're if they're constantly going forward or at least staying the same mm-hmm. I would say they've made it it's that's a that's a thing not a lot of them can say they've done
3: yeah, I mean Roma hit for like Danny's example about Roma, I mean yeah, they hit a million cigars and they've stayed at that and they've been successful with it, I would say that's making it. Yeah, I would say that they made it, <laughs> you know. But,
1: um, I mean, let's let's not say Roma, but any other company, let's say they sell a million cigars this year, next year, the mm-hmm. next year, and they fucking tank. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you made it, but <laughs> then you collapsed, too. Couldn't maintain um, yeah. it, yeah. So well,
3: that, that's why, that's what I meant when I was saying that you don't want to outkick your coverage, right? right? Like you don't want to grow at a pace that your infrastructure can't handle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like you want, you know, Danny, me, I, like I'm at a factory that I can grow into. I'm not outgrowing Knox though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not. You you got other problems that are better problems if you do. Right. But, yeah, so So my, I I guess the way I look at it is you want to have the infrastructure in place to grow into. And so you're not putting yourself in a position where, like you were saying, I mean, there were a lot of cigar brands that were, like, especially during the cigar boom, that were really killing it. And then they just disappeared because, I mean, look, man, I don't care what it is. Anything that comes easy goes easy.
1: That's simple. But even at that, Mo, let's say, let's say you, um, mm-hmm. you grow. I don't know. Y- y- let's say you do. You hit a million cigars next year, mm-hmm. the year after, whatever.
3: Yeah, and God's
1: And then that'd be quite a growth story. Well, wait, probably, till probably on Forbes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you're like, uh, you become a jackass. And mm-hmm. even though become, <laughs> some might argue I could write a book. So, so the, your jackass side comes out.
3: <laughs> no,
1: right. so so let's say you're you're doing well. You're you're, but you change your business model or something, and you, you could still fucking tank the thing. I mean, yeah. So even though you're That's not what I'm saying. not not quote unquote out kicking your coverage, your your factory mm-hmm. can handle it. You can handle it. Your business can handle it, but. People don't fucking like you or <laughs> I mean,
3: I mean, I don't know where you're going with this, but no, I'm I, just saying you could you know, sabotage
1: I, your own business. Not you, but uh, yeah, in general, I, yeah, I know people um, could, uh, people could do that.
3: Uh, Absolutely. bro. that's why I'm telling you, man. That's why, that's why when I said, I don't think you could ever actually say or believe that you made it because once you do, your growth potential is capped.
1: Yeah. You
3: know. I I just don't I I don't know. I mean can Fuente say they made it? Can Padrone Davidoff Altadas? Sure. I, I don't know. Maybe to them they have it. You know? I don't know. I mean I know if they don't means. think they have, then they don't think anybody has. Right. But, dude, they don't keep coming out with new cigars every two weeks because they think they've made it. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, they're
3: still protecting that market share. Yeah. Doing whatever they can. You know, Davidoff's out here giving fucking $300 decanter sets to people. That doesn't sound like they think they made it. You know? So people can say, oh, I made it. I made it. Well, I don't know. Did you? Well, I mean, that
1: doesn't mean you stop working,
3: though. Yeah, but some people do.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't stop. I mean, if you want to, mm-hmm. sure, but don't expect uh, the same results if you stop working. Absolutely. You have to keep striving for more, at least even mm-hmm. even slightly better. If you're like, I want a two percent increase every year. I've made it to my point that I want out, but I I need like a two percent increase every year, one percent, whatever. Yeah, right. If, if you just go stagnant and you don't put any time into things, and and you've seen that, yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I feel
2: like Danny has more to say on this that he's not. Yeah,
3: saying. yeah. Go ahead, bro. I mean, Danny, you you listen. You've worked for yourself. You've worked for another cigar company. and Now yourself again. You know more than we do.
0: No, I I, th- I mean I think this is kind of it. It's they sit down and decide. You know what success is for you, you know, cause
4: mm-hmm.
0: I think growing exponentially or, or growing period has its set of challenges mm-hmm. and maintaining has a different set of challenges. Mm-hmm. Right? So, um, you know, if you, if you, I don't know, it's just, if you have a company that, uh, like a lot of smaller companies do have inventory issues mm-hmm. that, you know, maintaining becomes harder. Um, actually it could become harder than growing, right? Because if let's say, you know, you have a brand that is always sold out or that's the one everybody wants or whatever, where I never have it. It's hard to maintain the companies that you already have, but it could be easy to sign new stores because you can tell them the stuff that you do have in stock because they don't have anything, right? So it's, there's, it, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know, right? So mm-hmm. you have to, yeah, I don't know how I don't know how or what situation I would have to be in to you know say hey I made I made it or felt like I made it. Because mm-hmm. even if you think even if you've hit your goal, I mean, Ooh, you yeah. still have to work to maintain that goal, whatever, you know, that mm-hmm. is, right? So uh, it's it's really never over until you well, here's here's maybe how I'll <laughs> is, as soon as I sell, right? right? Like so you you get to a point and some some shop or some uh, other brand wants to buy yours out, and you made your you made your nut. You made it, but you're out. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh,
2: that's like in the the startup tech industry, right? You know, you made it when you actually sell your company for probably at least eight figures. Right. <laughs> if uh, or I take mean, it public these days. Uh, sure, but there's like a, then definitions of success <laughs> that are pretty clearly <laughs> there, right? Right. Yeah. That's what got me wondering about this kind of thing. I was like, well, what does that mean for cigars? Is it is it a quality question? Is it trying to meet your goals? Is it that other people recognize that you've made it? Right? Like, what are what is it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very fair question. It's a good question. Uh, I think it's just, a, I think it's a very personal question based on what that person, like Drew said and, and Danny said, it's relative, I guess. You know how you know you've made it? when you can spend an
2: exorbitant amount of money on a cigar cutter.
1: <laughs> Way to go, Cal.
3: Here's a question, and maybe my experience has been different, but I don't really know any person that works in the industry that I could think of off the top of my head, could be wrong, maybe if I sat down and thought about it, that is a big, big exception accessories person and danny maybe you know somebody i i don't know um but i can't think of anybody off the top of my head where i'm like yeah that guy loves like expensive lighters and cutters and stuff like that the guys that i know
0: like they had like every dope ZyCar cutter you know like the one with the mammoth bone or you know i'm saying and and the damascus cutters or, you know, the really high-end crazy shit from, like, let's say, Zycar or whatever. It's because at some point they were either a rep or a broker for Zycar, right? So, uh, uh, no, I mean, in the industry industry, like, in the actual cigar side, not the retail side, uh, I don't know many that, you know, have to have and buy all that expensive shit. I, there are some guys, like, on the retail side um that I think you know, got off fun being able to buy new ST DuPonts and, you know, have all the cool shit at the house. But, um, no, nah, man, I,
3: to be real, most of us don't really care. So Cal, how much is this lighter or this cutter? Cutter,
2: cutter. It's not even a lighter. It doesn't even light your cigar. Right. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, so it's $150,000, this new sidecar Cutter with Jacob & Co. A Ooh. luxury cutter, 22.5 carats of ruby, 18-karat yeah. car- gold body and blade handles. Uh, looks like there's a pearl on there. The gold and gems bring the cutter's weight up to 169
3: grams or just over a third of a pound. So hmm. rap fans would recognize Jacob This is literally the Jacob the jeweler That rap dudes rap about This is him um, This collaboration with Zycar. Well, that is insane it, it makes more sense now Like
2: why
1: Do, Does he smoke cigars
0: Probably not I
2: don't know I don't. He likes money I bet
1: Well yeah Hmm. who, uh, never mind.
4: <laughs>
1: what? Just go on. <laughs> but here's my thing. That's
3: in and of itself crazy, okay? But ultimately, and this is nothing against Zycar because, you know, they make good stuff. But that's still a $150,000 Zycar
1: cutter. Where, where How many
2: cigars it? do you think will be cut with that cutter?
3: Zero. If I, if they're smart. No, they'll cut one at least. Come on. Man, if I had it, I'd use That's that like shit. That's like driving every a day. car off the line? No, you
2: wouldn't. Yeah, I would. Sure, I would. Just a no, right? would. At the point where you have $150,000 to throw away on a cigar cutter, you are using that shit every day. No, I don't think that, but, but I think
1: that. <laughs> I'd be using it a lot. That's for damn sure.
3: Come on! You guys are so full of shit. <laughs> there would be a fucking museum piece in your house somewhere.
2: I'd still be using I mean, it. if I'm buying that, though, I, I have to have at least $20 million, right? Otherwise, that's a stupid, stupid purchase. Yeah,
3: but no, that, that's the thing. It's still stupid at $20 million. <laughs> <laughs> still And the person sad. buying this would have no business buying it. That's the <laughs> thing.
0: No, I don't think so. So here's the thing. I, I think, obviously, they're going to be a stupid rich person but that potentially smokes cigars already has a Jacob watch, at least one or two Jacob watches. Right. And, and, uh, Good point. Yeah. you know, sees this thing. He's like, Oh, I want to add that to my collection. And then when he gets it right then and there, he's going to cut a cigar with it, pictures, and then he's going to put it away. And then that's it. So at least one,
1: but I see that same person. Like if he is smoking cigars, when the guys come over to watch football or hang out or whatever, he's breaking it out to cut everybody's cigar with. He may not be carrying it to the shop and stuff, but at the house, people are coming over. He's handing out cigars. He's cutting I'm them all with that. Bet
0: this guy has no real friends, though. Cool. No. The, the, the $150,000 cutter guy.
1: Whoever, Damn. Whoever buys that has no real friends.
0: Yeah, no real friends. He's got people there because he's got enough money to drop on people.
3: $1,000 on a you
1: know What? <laughs> what uh... but, you know, but,
3: but that's my whole thing. The people that spend money on stuff like that are actually not the people that should be spending money on stuff like that.
0: Here's the thing. We don't, we don't know how many they're making. Or do you know how many they're making?
3: I forgot <laughs> if they mentioned that. I read the I, article a
2: few days ago. It might just be one. It's not very many. It's not going to be a line of them, though. Is the
0: first right. one of some number of them, and you know, and that's the thing. It's it's only going to increase in value too. So but
3: that's I, why I'm I saying guess. you can't use it. Yeah. Well,
0: the jewel. I mean, the jewels alone are gonna.
1: <clears throat> it'll probably it'll probably go to some charity auction.
4: <laughs> right.
1: Dude, a lot of that stuff does it gets sold at some charity auction. Some dude buys it for, I don't know. Insert charity here I'll
2: give him like $500
1: well it's not going to sell for that I can promise you <laughs>
2: alright then I'm out
1: you'd pay $500 for that
2: I think anybody who wouldn't is, is a wild idiot if it's worth $150,000 well, the jewels alone are worth learning. yeah but what, what
1: are you going to do with them
0: Cigars,
1: yeah. You oh, just, I just
0: so I, I hadn't seen it until just now.
1: You spent $500 on a cutter, it doesn't matter it's what it's valued.
0: worth, guys. Think about this <laughs> this is a $150,000 um XI cutter. Like, they didn't even redesign an original type of cutter, no, they, yep. just, they just bedazzled this piece of and so they put <laughs> some dragons on it, yeah. like why, they should have put Damascus Steel in it, too, or something.
1: Yeah.
2: It is pretty badass, though. Well, that would have made but. the price too high. It would be unaffordable, then.
0: Yeah, it's like 150400 four hundred. Yeah, it's outside the
3: range. <laughs> right. You're not a different tax bracket.
0: But, you know, Mo, if we
3: if we bought this thing, it could be a write-off. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, saying. there had to be a write-off. Could last me for about 10 years, but it look, it this stuff is getting ridiculous.
1: I mean, that's just
3: insane. But my my, what does it matter?
2: What I think. (laughs) Well, well, so speaking about showpieces, Drew, you just got a humidor, I did tell us about it.
1: It's the uh, Daniel Marshall, um chess set humidor What what else you want to know <laughs> <laughs> It's
2: you can actually play chess on it. You can
1: play chess on it. It uh, it'll probably hold I don't know, 80 to 100 cigars. Um it's number 6 of 20. Nice. So Yeah. Got it. That was also $150,000. <laughs> It was not. Um, I'm actually part of their campfire uh, club. So I got it at a massive steal.
2: What's their campfire
1: club? Um, I think you spend. It's like 50 or 60 bucks. Uh, Similar. Yeah. No. Uh, It's either 50 or 60 bucks. They give you. I want to say six of their cigars, a cheapy lighter and cutter, some other shit, um, and then you'll get fifty percent off any new humidor.
3: And that's this crazy, and this fell into that.
1: Uh, they didn't do fifty percent off, but uh, probably pretty close, forty oh. percent. Yeah. All
3: right, because that that's a that's a price humidor.
1: Yeah, they don't make garbage.
0: They do. They just don't charge you for garbage.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Danny coming in hot today.
0: Is it warm down there? Yeah, it's seventy. Um, uh, sixty-five right now. Ooh, gorgeous.
2: You're not big on Daniel Marshall humidors. No, I'm kidding. Of course, I just had fucking. That's what I thought. I was just curious. Could (laughs) have been real interesting.
0: Yeah, and I I met him once. Got to talk to him for like 10-15 minutes. Really cool guy. Actually, I met him a couple times. But the rest of the times were just like, "What's up?" Whatever. Not that he remembered me at all, but he was super nice. That's awesome. Did you did Drew leave?
1: No. Oh,
0: I thought he got maybe mad at me.
1: Fuck Please. it, I'm out of here. Fuck Danny. <laughs> It's The same
2: thing he says when he's happy and when he's sad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take a number. The many emotions of Drew. Fuck (laughs) him. All right. All right. So it's like middle of December, right? Mm -hmm. Which is fucking weird. Uh, The New Year is coming. Are are any of you guys planning any New Year's resolutions or uh, doing anything to to like? say goodbye and farewell and fuck you to 2020.
1: Smoke more cigars. I think that's going to be my resolution.
0: Um you know for and I've said this before, I don't know if I said it on this show or whatever but you know 2020 was actually a fairly good year for me and us as a family and everything right so it's like um, I, you know, it, uh, other than for me personally, having to wear the masks everywhere was actually pretty decent here. So, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just ready to, to come out swinging in 2021 to see what the fuck that brings. Right. But, um, no, I mean, resolutions are, are some like personal gold stuff and business goals stuff. And, um, but other than that, man. I just keep
2: on trucking. Hello? Anybody else? Keep on trucking. (laughs) I don't do any of that stuff. I'm just curious on on yours. (laughs) Resolutions are fucking dumb most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) If I mean to do something, I'm just going to do it. You know what I mean? Like,
4: like, why wait till January? It's a
2: great way to not do it. That's, I mean, it's just true of anything, right? Like, if you're all, oh, I'm going to do that next week, I'm not going to fucking do it. Just do the damn thing.
1: Do the damn thing.
2: Yep. Do the damn thing. It's good advice. Yeah, it uh, is. Which actually leads me to another topic that I did have written down. What's the worst advice that you have ever been given? <laughs>
0: You should get back in the cigars. Hey start a cigar company. Yeah.
2: <laughs> advice from yourself.
0: Oh, I have to think about that.
3: Nobody else.
0: Um,
3: uh, I've got you know I don't know what the worst is because that's relative. Wait, okay, so what's the one that's bad? Well, okay, hold on. Let me just give you an example. So, for example, when I was like in the corporate world, they were like, you gotta play the political game as well as do a good job or at least a decent job, a good job to get ahead and all this stuff. To me, that is great advice on the surface. Because it's true, okay? It's true. For me personally, it was bad advice because I would be giving up a part of myself to do something else. And that personally for me wasn't worth it. So what could be good advice for somebody or bad advice for somebody might actually not be for somebody else depending on what their position is. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, I have no fucking idea. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Worst advice. It's, it's funny. If it's, it was really bad advice, I like, probably could tell right away and just completely
1: dismissed it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, <laughs> well, I'm not doing that.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What about you, Kyle and Drew?
2: I mean, I think there's a lot of bad advice that floats around there. Like, like not just uh, you know, Cosmo sex tips bad advice, which is also bad advice, but like the idea that you should Uh, do something you love and, and you'll never work a day in your life. (laughs) I mean, do something you love. And I don't know about you guys, but a lot of the time it turns into something you don't love anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then you work a lot more and you lost a hobby, uh, which kind (laughs) of sucks. Like you're straight up worse off than, than if you didn't do that. Uh, and for a lot of people, there's not, there's not any money in what they love. Right. Like you have to make a living. Right. I'm not saying you should be all about money. That's not what I'm saying, but you shouldn't strive to be homeless either. Right. So I don't know. There's some pretty shitty advice there.
1: Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Interesting. I don't know what uh I don't know what bad advice I've gotten. I've done a lot of stupid things, so maybe I'm the one giving the bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I've ever been given like good advice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's all equally shitty. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what good advice is, though, is uh, follow Drew with a sign because it looks like he's coming back.
1: Ooh. he's working on it. I low. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know, man. I'm, I'm like, actually thinking. I'm trying to think, like, what... um, I I, I think the worst thing you could do, and Kyle, this goes to kind of what you were saying, is no, money is not everything, but it is important to survive. And anybody that tells you it doesn't matter either has a fuck ton of it and doesn't understand or I, I don't even know but i think that when when people like the flip side of that is if you are miserable chasing stability that's one of the worst things you could do to yourself too And I think a lot of people don't understand why you would choose, like, to be not stable and have ambition or a chance to do something bigger over stability. I think a lot of times people give you advice on shit that they would never do themselves. Oh, yeah. It's easy to talk the Mm -hmm. talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. Interesting.
0: It's like, is it interesting
2: because you're thinking about it, or because you want to move on?
0: No, interesting because I I don't necessarily like agree. Like, I mean, I mean, if you if you have a feeling of like what your passion or your you know, your side hustle, right, it has the ability to help you maintain a, a certain level of her quality of life or whatever it is you're looking for. You know, for me, I said, you know, so I can go for it. You know, I have a
3: plan, but I don't know. Just. Yeah, like, don't, like, Danny, you could have got, listen, bro, you could have left Roma, you could have called up. Bro, IT is huge. You could have been working from home every fucking day. Making yeah. money, IT guys aren't going back to offices after COVID. Mm-hmm. You'd have the cushiest shit in the world, but what did you do? Yeah, I'm doing what I want, right?
4: Because,
0: you know, I, it, it's you're just taking a, a chance on on yourself, right? So it's like, it's like, hey, if I if I end up mm-hmm. making this company and at the end of it I netted the same money I was making before, <laughs> right? You know, then yeah, maybe that's me that I made it, right? My kids are taking care of everything, but I'm doing it for myself. And yeah, there's some headaches and yeah, there's some stresses, but it's, you know, worth building something. But I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I'm all for people just like, hey, man, if that's your goal, you know, visualize, meditate, pray, whatever you do and, and fucking go for it, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh-uh.
3: Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, dude. People work too many hours these days to just do something and fucking be miserable because it's stable. That makes zero sense to me. Uh-huh. You know, that yeah. just makes. I never understood that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, especially because you know, chances
0: are, and, and it's not, not everybody right? I mean, I know some people that have the same kind of nine to five Monday through Friday job for 34 years, same company, whatever it is. And, you know, for that person, that could be good. But for the majority of people, they're, st- they're still not happy with stability. Because right. there's, for me, like the first go around with cigars, stability got boring to me. And, and I felt you know i had a particular skill set that, that just wasn't was mm-hmm. no longer being utilized and i got bored right and and uh and that's kind of where the whole thing kind of came from but you know like jim carrey had that famous speech from a couple years ago at the college mm-hmm. about um you know you can you can fail at what you don't like you, mm-hmm. know, so you might as well try you know try and, and maybe fail at something you love right cuz he talked about how his father could have been a better comedian than him But you know, he chose stability for his family and chose, you know, to keep that same job forever. And then all of a sudden, he just got fired one day, right? Yeah. And it's and it's the same thing. I mean, stability, quote unquote, at a company or corporation or whatever, is a false sense of security because, as a lot of people this year, Mm -hmm. especially this year, realized. Hey, guess what? You are, you are, you aren't essential. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. so see ya. And, you know, as a guy that's been going on a home Depot nonstop for the last month, it's like the, the number of self checkouts going out everywhere. You know, those are, those are jobs and stuff. And, you know, sometimes I, I think that, as so like, man, that person, you know, got let go or, or replaced by the machine. And who, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure this was not their dream job. Right, and they still got, and they were, yeah. they were, you know, getting up every day, getting to work every day, and they still got let go, right? So, I don't know. Just go for it. <laughs> but,
3: yeah, I. Yeah, no. no.
4: So,
3: so. <laughs> there you go. I mean, what do, what do you think? Who, me? Yeah, no. The other cow. Oh, yeah, oh the other cow. <laughs> uh, there's <laughs> a lot of cows around here. There's like
2: millions of them in this state. Yeah, well, you. Um, <laughs> I mean, it depends, right? If you can, If you can do that thing and you can do your thing, right? I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of people that think they're going to do it haven't thought it through, uh, fall on their face and end up hating it. And I think that's a big difference. Right? And I don't know. It's, uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket, I guess is the way that I would think about it. Diversify your skills, figure it all out. And then if you do fail, at least have somewhere to go. I don't know. That's the way I think about it.
1: But you can't have I'm more either. more cautious
0: than you guys are, though. Too. Well, I think I think also, you, you know, if anyone wants to jump into again a passion project or they want to open their own little bakery or whatever it is, right? Like, fuck this accounting job. I've always wanted to bake cakes, right? And this is what I want to do. It's like you need to really know yourself, right? Like, do you do you know what it takes, right? Like. You, you're going to work way more than you were before. No one's going to give a fuck about you. Like, like, you know, you you have to do it. You have to do everything yourself, right? And, you know, are you conditioned for that? Do you understand you are going to have setbacks? You're going to have bumps in the roads. You're going to have uh, shit that just didn't work. and It's not working. You haven't figured it out. And a lot of people can't handle you know, too much of that. And, and if they do, then they, they quit and and it's over and then you failed, right? You failed once you quit. So, you know, before, yeah, before you drop that corporate job, you know, really find out what it takes to have a small business. It's, it's, it's unforgiving. It's, it's, you know, it's working all the time. Like literally for me, you know, I haven't really been able to turn my brain off most of the time right because you're always thinking about something or, or whatever so you know that's just how that is you know your weekends are gone you're gonna miss some you're gonna miss some holidays you know what i'm saying you and if you're good with all that mm. you know and try it but yeah like i mean a lot of people i think just don't fail because like cal said you know they didn't really put much thought into it you know they didn't really see hey what well, you know what's it going to take for me to make it there
2: well, and I think there's also a difference that, that I think you're calling attention to here where if, if you're going to own your own thing, that's one thing. If you're going to start doing something for somebody else for money, right, like you're going to work for somebody, right. that's different. Let's say that you really love to make art. Like you open your own studio and you sell your own art and you find your own way to do that. That's one thing. You go and you work for somebody that tells you the art that you can create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's going to crush your soul.
3: Sure. So there's a difference there too. So getting was it Danny or Kyle mentioned Jim Carrey? Um, so this is a quote that I actually saw by him the other day and their level of perception. And that's the truest thing I could ever tell anybody about taking advice. Okay. Because if... If somebody is giving you advice but has never done what you're doing, they can only underspect it. Right? Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's really important. That's true. <laughs> yeah, when, you over, when you're working when you for someone, it's it let's
2: uh, let's get into something and <laughs> deep thoughts with everybody. All right. Uh Our buddy Yogi 1966 Wants to know What was your best Christmas present ever? Uh. Conversation <laughs> stopper <laughs> Most of the time Because nobody
0: yeah. Has an answer for that so, yeah. Well I'm going to go The sappy thing And say My son <laughs> was born 13 days before Christmas That was my Christmas present One year But <laughs> a nice sleepless night. Yeah. Uh, let me think. Oh, Jesse got me that uh, that grill that I wanted. It was pretty expensive. That was
1: dope. Um, I don't know. I was like, Yeah, I can't think of
0: Christmas yeah, Christmas for us is usually about the kids anyway. That is legit. Oh man.
4: It's
1: not about receiving it's not about receiving gifts, it's about giving gifts. (laughs)
3: sure, <laughs> you your personality is the gift that keeps on giving, buddy
1: You're welcome You're welcome
3: So you're saying
2: you're a giver and not a receiver? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we don't need to dive into this topic
2: <laughs> This is one where we go in depth <laughs> All right. Uh, So, speaking of the holidays, uh, I got a question for you guys. If you've ever eaten this particular food or anything like it. So, Wisconsin hit the national news again. Uh, This time it was because our Department of Health Services asked us all not to eat cannibal sandwiches during the holidays this year. Uh, Are you guys familiar with cannibal sandwiches at all? No. Oh,
1: no. It doesn't, (laughs) doesn't sound
0: good.
2: Raw beef. You guys eat raw beef? Is that a thing by you?
0: Yeah, raw beef, like carpaccio. Maybe. What's that? Beef. Beef carpaccio is like a. uh, It's like a real thin, like a real thin, smashed piece of high-end beef. You eat it raw. There's like there's salmon carpaccio. There's watermelon carpaccio. There's. Shut down. That
2: looks pretty similar. This is ground beef, but, you know, same idea.
3: You use the, the good bits. <laughs> uh, um, I have no idea what that is. guys have never heard of carpaccio?
1: No. No,
3: not that. Whatever Kyle's no. talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. So why are they, why?
2: What they do is they take, well, so they take, uh, they take ground beef. You put it on top of some rye bread. You put some raw onions on there. Sprinkle it with salt and pepper.
1: You got yourself a sandwich. But why? Why are they asking you not to eat it?
2: Because yeah. it's super unhealthy, right? Like the idea that you eat raw beef, raw ground beef—like, yeah, it's not really a good idea from a health perspective.
1: But isn't that always not a good idea? Why is it? Why are they? Yeah,
2: well, so it's a holiday tradition.
1: Okay, that's okay, why. that I got. That's yeah, what I was. yeah, yeah. So they
2: like don't do that at the holidays. And everybody picked up on it, so I was like, well, what kind of similar stuff do you guys have, right? Do you have, like, some weird shit that people eat?
1: That sounds like, though, that just more people will eat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, are <laughs> popularizing it right when, now. When you tell... Yeah, when you bring attention to it and you're like, don't do that, it's like, mm, I'm going to do that.
3: <laughs> this, this is just an experiment in Darwinism.
1: Yeah, if they wouldn't have... Uh... Wouldn't have said anything, it would have been fine.
3: <laughs> what's it called, cow?
1: A cannibal
2: sandwich.
3: A cannibal sandwich.
2: First I've ever heard of it. I just yeah, figured a it? lot of people probably eat raw
0: meat every now and then somehow. I mean, yeah, not I just liked. sushi. I typed in C A N N I and immediately the first, uh, suggestion was cannibal sandwich like <laughs> jeez, hmm. and if people in Wisconsin won't eat it, you probably shouldn't. oh, they do eat it, well, I mean, I'm telling what I'm saying is they they don't sh- not to
1: they just shouldn't eat it,
0: yeah, if Wisconsin yeah. is saying you should eat it, you probably, shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Hmm. So, what was the question after? <laughs> <laughs>
2: the question was Do you guys have similar kinds of odd foods, especially with raw meat in them by you that's popular? Because I'm just curious.
0: I mean, aside from like sushi and shit like that? Yeah. Because I, I would crush some sushi right now.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Right? Uh, <laughs> uh, um, no, <laughs> it's no.
0: going to be Danny dancing and. Eating sushi. <laughs> yeah. Yo, and you know, in Austin, they had this food truck that would serve mac and cheese stuffed quail. So, like, they'd have like a, a fucking rotisserie quail and then stuff it with mac and cheese and then, like, you know, bake it together. Oh my God. It was, it was on the Food Network and everything.
1: That sounds good.
0: Is oh, it good? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because quail's just chicken. And then the mac and cheese
1: is fire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Quail mac and cheese. I can't think of any. uh, Yeah, I don't know any weird things. Casseroles. Fucking gross. But. (laughs)
2: never
1: had a
0: casserole you liked no you know what's funny in the midwest or like over there in the south like uh, i drew's uh kolaches i would never heard it called like the little hot dog in the in the pastry i never heard and then in in texas everything's kolache i'm like oh yeah they just call that
3: like you know pig in a blanket or something
1: well (laughs) yeah like
3: Danny, what's it like being back in Florida after living in Texas for a few years?
0: Um, it's dope, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool because, you know, Austin was cool, but it was all, you know, other than the lake and the, and the river, there is a lot of, you know, just land, right? So here, just being able to, you know, go down to Clearwater Beach and, you know, St. Pete Beach and whatever, and it's just so different. Just the, the way it looks, you know, uh, but good move overall. No, that's it. I'd love to Texas. Austin was dope. Uh, uh, but Florida, to me, is just a little more familiar, too. It's funny.
3: Sure. Austin's going to be a very interesting place. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Elon Musk has now moved to Texas.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, oh,
3: everybody's assuming it's Austin. Yeah, Elon Musk. Um, but Oracle is moving their headquarters from uh, Silicon Valley to Austin, Texas. Now, yeah. Austin and is going to be very, very interesting in the within the next decade.
0: Yeah, it's it's the new. It's gonna be like a little California out there. Yeah, because you know, uh, Apple is already started building uh, the 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 new ring. Like you know, they have that ring campus in that, out there in California. They're making one in Austin. Really? So they're gonna they're gonna build a headquarters there, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, so many people from California are moving out there. Uh, Joe Rogan moved out there uh-huh. and yep. did his podcast. Uh, Bert Kreischer has agreed to move out there. Tom Segura, I mean, there's like a lot of like just rich people like getting the fuck out of California. Yep.
2: It was dope. And you were like, I'm predicting the future, they'll move out, they'll all come to Florida. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> oh man. How's the how's the brand building
0: going so far? The brand oh building my brand? Yeah. Uh it's you got going your well. ass to
2: work, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's gone well, you know, with the the retail stores and, and things like that. I mean, this is basically what I've just been doing is getting all these guys' information and people are already, you know, putting in orders uh, for a cigar they haven't even tried yet, right, which is, it's like, super humbling just to say, like, you know, hey, we support you. Um, you know, that's really, really cool. So I bet I'm just so busy that I'm even, you know... Hurting my social media because I'm not as I'm not posting as much as I, I was or used to. So, um, as far as brand building, I'm, I think I'm lacking a little bit of that. But um, the show I did uh, a couple Saturdays ago with uh, Abe was was a pretty cool kind of thing, and it touched a lot of uh, a lot of people. Like they saw it, so even got a little uh, message from Michael Herclox which was pretty pretty dope, uh, saying that he saw the show. So. Um, it's going good uh, Just uh, Slow but steady <laughs> And uh, I'll actually be on the uh, How about that Cigar show tomorrow night. Uh, uh, I, he's uh, usually on Facebook So if anybody watches that um, And on YouTube and whatever I'll be on that tomorrow night Well this is going to come out mm-hmm. Probably after that right So oh. go back and oh. watch it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody listens tomorrow. Yeah, you're right.
1: <laughs>
0: well, by the time No, it'll be in at night, so I mean if depending on what time Drew gets it out, somebody could listen.
1: I'll upload it a little early tomorrow. Oh, of
0: that? Look at
2: that. That's fucking teamwork.
1: That's just dream work. just for the few early listeners that uh want to see more of Danny. <laughs> Yeah. Which is 10
2: times our normal
3: amount. <laughs> <laughs> All about that Barbacoa, baby.
2: Sultans <laughs> <laughs> of meat smoking. That sounds not okay.
3: <laughs> uh. <laughs> you didn't read what you were signing on to? I don't um... think you could say that anymore. No, it is okay You know, we accept you for who you are
2: (laughs) I mean, I legit don't care I also don't know that anybody should call me that Because it would just be incorrect That's the only problem (laughs) Oh no, but
3: that's okay (laughs) That's okay Because we can say that to you, Kyle Because we don't want to assume that you're not
1: Oh yeah, that's true
3: You know, so you got to, you know, it's like, I don't even know how people fucking function
1: anymore. I
3: really don't. I mean. I I don't think it's that complex, though. Oh, it
1: is. (laughs) It is. It is. is.
3: You literally cannot say anything anymore. You can't assume anything. I literally, I'm going to be a fucking mute within the next decade because I just, I mean, it's just, I I don't even know anymore. It's like. It's unbelievable. I mean, I'm not like—I don't even say anything that that would be demeaning or derogatory to anybody. But I, and I still don't know what to say. I can't imagine other people that are ignorant. <laughs> 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 uh, it's a different world, man. I'm just saying that we we can't. You just—it's like you can't you can't joke around about anything anymore. I don't know. Is that wrong of me to say too? I guess so. Mm-hmm.
1: No. I agree with you.
3: I was joking around with your mom last night. <laughs> <laughs> Danny already used that one. <laughs> he probably actually was though. <laughs> That's the
4: difference.
2: <laughs> I'll see some shit. He's probably out there doing it. <laughs>
3: talk about your grandmother like that, Cal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Locus, he's your daddy. I think that's what he's saying. <sighs> well, <laughs>
3: you <laughs> sick bastards. Oh, man. You know, I, look at 2021 resolution, Cal, here's one for you. Uh, I so you would ask Danny how the brand building is going and I will tell you it was, I, I miss being on the road. I think not being on the road has, has affected me like from a mental perspective. Right. Cause like you, you think you're, you never think you're doing enough. And then at least when you were on the road, you, you felt like you were doing something, if that makes sense. So, like, when you're not on the road, now you feel like you're definitely not doing enough, even if you're doing everything you can. Does it's like when sense? you're
2: when you're stuck in traffic and it feels terrible, and yes. you're going slow. But so you go take the the back road to get there that's a really, really long detour, and you get right. there at the same amount of time, but it feels different. Is that what you're yes, talking yeah. about?
3: exactly.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> right? I mean, like, Danny, you're going through it. I mean, it always feels like it at the end of the day like you're like did i do enough today oh right all the time yeah yeah it's like like, did i really yeah
0: and and sometimes like i i got a lot of shit done but none of the stuff that i needed to do that day or (laughs) i wanted to do right so like i i try to make these daily like power lists like to say like hey if i only get three things done or the most important things i do this is what needs to get done today. And sometimes I'm like, I can't even, I haven't even been able to start my fucking list for the day. Right. And then, uh,
3: you're just, you know. Yeah, all the time. Here you Yeah. how, you know, how is... Go ahead. No, I was going to say this podcast is, is
0: brought to you by cinnabon delights from taco bell because these things are so good oh my god i've been sneaking them the whole show (laughs) what are they (laughs) for like these little these little donuts but they're like cinnabon they call cinnabons they're cinnamon sugar but then on the inside there's like a cream there's like the the the, the icings on the inside
3: shit is so fire your favorite (laughs) <laughs> they, they go good with Red Bull? Oh, for sure well, dude, Everything goes
2: with Red Bull Just combine those sponsorships, right? That's
3: right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll have better luck with this one <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't have to be as extreme
3: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> You it might want to gain you. a little bit of weight though Yeah, just look a little bit high Yeah Oh
0: uh, yeah, I know how to do that
3: <laughs> I love how Taco Bell Taco Bell's whole, like, marketing campaign is basically completely geared towards people that get high and want to eat late at night, <laughs> except without saying it.
2: Yeah, get messed up some way or other. Get your right. friends to drive you through the drive-thru at Taco Bell at some right.
3: <laughs> Exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've all been there.
3: Actually, I never have <laughs> <laughs> Speak
1: for yourself, Cal
3: I've had a lot of drunk Taco Bell I've always been sober Which I don't know what that says about me
1: I Why would a you go to Taco, Taco Bell, Bell if you're
3: sober? That's what I'm saying, yeah It's an indictment of my taste
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
3: Well, did you get anything else or did you just get those?
0: Oh no! I had a cheesy gordita crunch before. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good, bro!
3: You know what? I had the uh, yesterday for the first time in probably a year. Remember, I told you guys I do like a, a whopper once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was that time. How was it? <laughs> I had we to got get one thinking. in before the end of the year. Yeah. How was it? Subpar. So Same yeah. as always. Yeah. Yep. They they forgot to put the cheese on it because I always get the Whopper with cheese. You fat fuck. <laughs> What's that? <laughs>
4: <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear what you
3: said. Mm. I just said you fat fuck.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> nah, dude. I I lost. I gained ten pounds and I lost fifteen since COVID started. So. We're net five down Nice You can't eat a burger without cheese That's, that's fucked up I know, that's what Yeah I'm saying. it's
1: not even a burger <laughs> So I
3: was Disappointed Sorry
1: What else we have What else we have Cal
2: That's I mean that's all I had That's it now we find out if Drew has been hiding another topic for a year that he hasn't told us about.
1: No, you're you're going to have to wait a while.
2: <laughs> it's legit. Now, we, I'm we like, got a couple of dudes with cigar brands, though. Let's talk, talk. give them a minute to talk about them cigar brands. Talk them up, guys.
1: Talk them
0: up. Go ahead, Mo. You're uh, actually doing stuff. <laughs> fuck i
2: don't know what's going on with patina though what's what should people look forward to
3: oh uh, well we're going to be rounding out the the maduro portfolio early next year so we'll be adding uh precipitation and uh the copper side the six by 46 four by 50 and the six by 52 so nice yeah so man. exciting shit yeah i mean yeah, round that out, and then uh, go on to the next project, which will probably take me about three years to come up with, and we'll <laughs> do a line extension then. But, uh, look, it it needed to be done. It got done. And so, uh, yeah, man, if, if we're lucky enough to make it to five years, uh, do the limited edition. So, basically, I need to probably start working on that now because I at least want to age it for, like, a year. So have to find out, figure out how to do that remotely. So <laughs> it'll be fun, but it's, uh, it's just part of the new, you know, the new thing, man. I mean, we're all doing it right. Like yeah. you got to figure out a way to stay productive in in this time. And, uh, that's what we're doing. So, there you go. Mm-hmm.
1: danny All right. would you like to say Hello, anything
0: uh nah man i'm good no so uh the you know the response over the last couple of weeks has been pretty cool um i opened up an account uh today actually that i had never actually never spoken to them before but they had heard some some things from uh from some of their customers and, you know, immediately, you know, he called and said, Hey man, I heard good things. And, and I was able to open that account. Right. So that's like the first account that I had that opened without ever having like previous contact with. So, you know, uh, so that was pretty cool. But, you know, we're looking at, uh, starting to ship to retailers, uh, the last week of, uh, January and, um, Coming in three sizes, I think we talked about this, but uh, three sizes, five by 46, five and a quarter by 52, and a six by 54. Um, So, you know, it's exciting. Uh, You'll start seeing, you know, the stores talk talk a little more about it as we get closer. So, you know, buy from your favorite retailer.
3: Danny, you mentioned on KMA that you had selected your retailer for the first event. Can you talk about that yet or no?
0: Um so no, not it well <laughs> no, I don't think I should yet because okay. they're there's they're still gonna open the new store that they want to have the event in is not completed yet. So it may be there or it may be at another store. So um but gotcha. as I'll soon as I, I'm sure in a couple of weeks. But I will say it's going to be in PA, um, and it'll it'll be dope. So, but Come we'll I'll talk. I'll talk about that as soon as I can. It's more on them than me, you know, but just out of respect for them. But
3: absolutely.
0: Uh, but yeah, you is, can't mess it up. Is, yeah, it is someone we all know,
3: we all love, and you know. So uh, it'll it'll be really cool. Awesome. Not last question: Have you released so, any bl- any blend details?
0: Um, I guess not to um, any media, I guess, but oh. to my retail- to my retailers.
3: Oh, okay, perfect.
0: So perfect. yeah, it's yeah. So um, yeah, wrapper, just like the last time. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: We changed it up a bit on the binder. Uh, added some um, added some different elements in the fillers, but I think it worked super well. Uh, but yeah, just just that Corolla rapper is really what I'm more, you know, letting people know we're talking about. Great rapper, man. That's dope. Mm-hmm.
2: I thought it was tobacco.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah it was- <laughs> <Love
1: it. laughs> I wish. Fucking cow. <laughs> Fucking cow. Fucking cow. <laughs>
2: But yeah, looking forward to it. All right, hell yeah! Get some, get some voyage, get some new Patina Maduro sizes.
1: It's gonna be good. So, all right, next week, boys. All right, boys. Have a good one. Got it. Say it. it. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, email the saltans of smoke at gmail.com. If you got any questions, comments for the show, and we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.